Hey there. We are on our way. When I say we, I mean you and I. Headed to my physical therapy checkup. This is a routine checkup. I actually got hooked up with one of, if not my all-time favorite physical therapist uh, because of an injury that I had going on. Gosh, I don't know, probably... <laughs> probably eight months ago now I was I was getting evaluated for this so that got me back in in touch with her uh, and then had one follow-up off that everything's fine from an injury standpoint but then with this uh, flying pig race coming up this weekend um, after that last follow-up which probably would have been eh, five or six months ago probably six months because I think that's what we're doing is a six-month checkup um, I just thought it would be a good idea get checked out the week of the race, feeling good, trained uh, appropriately this time, no overuse injuries for me, uh, this whole slow and steady approach to training I think has really, really paid off, um, so yeah, pretty excited, uh, pretty, un I, I mean, this is going to be uneventful, I'm just going and getting, you know, going to get measured, going to see kind of where things are as far as range of motion, um, really am many areas in my my uh, lower body this time versus last time and then after that uh, we'll just be um, you know talking about the race and then talking about it another checkup in probably six months so yeah but um, you know I <clears throat> use this time to talk because this is you know having having CP you end up spending some time with therapists or being a, a parent of a child that has CP you've spent some time with a physical therapist and uh, I really this year I've become very very comfortable with my place within uh, the, the CP community and you know being not only accepting, but really wanting to put awareness out because I feel like um, living the life that I do, this is not what is viewed as the norm for somebody with CP. And, um, you know, I think everybody that is comfortable enough that has, that, that was born with this, uh, that is comfortable enough sharing their unique life, I think they absolutely should do it. Um, I went through a period, uh, even you know, you know, into this year, even where I really, I, I just really enjoyed not having to explain CP and not having to put it out there, and just being able to, you know position things on social media to where it wasn't a factor and it was just such a nice it was just such a nice break for me but then you know really coming into um, uh, CP Awareness Month which was March so really over the last month or two this is really kind of taking shape uh, I just, because I've connected with a lot of, of people that have CP that just have some really amazing stories or doing some really amazing things that aren't changing the perspective around what it means to actually be an adult living with this. And that is, that is one thing that if you're familiar with the community, you know, 
when you're when you turn 18 or you know in my case I, I still was able to see my therapist my physical therapist some through college but once you become an adult you're pretty much uh, on your own there's there's not nearly as many resources available for you and you know I feel like if if somebody that is in a similar boat to me um, sees what it is I do and they start to want to put that towards you know, their day-to-day -day life, then I absolutely need to just put this stuff out there. And I'm fine with sharing it. Um, you know, and, and I just, uh, especially from, you know, on the exercise side of things, if you don't, it, it's, it's a very extreme case of use it or lose it. So if I stopped working out, if I stopped stretching, if I stopped doing the things that uh, I do day to day, uh, my body will fight against me and it will be very, um, I, I will, the, the tightness will go to ridiculous levels very quickly um, and it really will start to impact quality of life. So I have to stay active, I have to do what it is that I do. Now I say that, because when you start stretching, or when I start stretching, when I start, um, you know, gradually building up my endurance, when I do strength training, when I do all the things that I do and stay active, it starts to feel noticeably, noticeably better very, very quickly. So if there's anyone that has CP that's in a similar uh, state as I am, and they're like, they're feeling the pain, the constant pain, and they're just wishing that they could be more mobile. Like, they are mobile, but they're not active. They're basically just doing enough to do their day-to-day. -day. You know, if somebody comes across this and we have a conversation about, you know, what it is that I do and what it is that maybe they're able to do, if this gets some one person that's that's living with this moving and, and, and more active, then you know, I have to share it. Um, and I'm fine with sharing it because, you know, one thing, <clears throat> one thing that, that was always kind of, uh, the grumblings within the community is, you know, well, people don't understand what this is like because you live between two worlds. You live between the quote unquote able-bodied world and the disabled world. So if you look at me, um, I mean, I'm physically disabled. You can see within moments of meeting me, um, but I'm not, it's funny, like in some circles, I wouldn't be considered disabled enough. Um, by the same token in the quote unquote normal world, which it's debatable how normal people actually are, um, you know, it stands out and I'm viewed as somebody that's disabled. So, you know, there is this whole, but so the whole thing is, is like within the community, we wish that people that didn't have these disabilities understood what it was like. Well, if I want people to understand what it is like, then you just tell them kind of what your day-to-day -day is like. And I think for for an adult that has a condition like this, um, and I call it a condition, I don't call it, it's not a disease, so it was a, a birth defect. I mean, it's basically something that caused um, lack of oxygen at birth, or I think for others, you know, not long after birth, however, it, however it goes, and you know, it, it's very easy to be the bitter disabled adult. And I do realize how fortunate I am to have 
not only the the tools to communicate the way that I do, but also the life experiences that I've had. So, you know, had I come along even 20 years earlier, I would be sharing this to you as somebody, you know, these stories with you as somebody in their 50s. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my now coming up on my late 30s, and I've got plenty of time to just share with you what's going on and what this is like. And, you know, I, I if I'm not happy with how the world in general sees me, I can put messages out around that about my thoughts and opinions. And, you know, I, I am in a very, very fortunate circumstance. I know how lucky I am to be in the living in the time that I live, surrounded by the people I'm surrounded with, both, you know, in my day-to-day life and online. Like, I get it. So, you know, I just... I've, I've even gotten to the point whereas you know it was it was a big deal for me back in November to take a picture like a full body shot uh, barefoot with my foot drawn in where you could see kind of the, the tightness in my hips and my knees and, and I still wear like um, I mean I have you know I have, I have bathing suits and like a pair of running shorts that are the shorter cut but I still wear like longer shorts like down towards my leg just because or down towards my knee because that's you know the style and that does still kind of cover it up a bit which is nice so, I mean, once I start moving I totally see it but you know it, it took a lot for me to post that but then I was thinking about this I'm like you know I I still personally don't put I, I don't film my workouts just because I don't want somebody else to tell the story and that seems to be the thing Whereas if somebody got a hold of a video of me working out, they would turn this into, see, see what this person is doing, no excuses. And I just, I really, you know, I don't, if anybody's going to exploit my condition, it's going to be me. And I'm very, very upfront with that too, is that, you know, I've been dealing with, with blowback from people my entire life. So if this, if taking, if, if angling this to where it benefits, you know, helps me stand out. Uh, professionally or helps me build a brand or sets me apart in the fitness industry where everybody's clamoring for attention and trying to be different, then so be it. But I'm not going to let somebody else exploit my story for their gain. So, but well, what I did decide to do, I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm going to start doing, I, I want to use IGTV and do presentation style videos. So, very, very basic. So what I've started to do is I set up my my uh, phone, my second phone, Willie Gillis, yes. Um, I set up my second phone so that I can just shoot uh, a video, have it positioned towards a closet in our computer room. And, you know, I just basically do presentations. But what, since I don't really like doing a lot of editing, uh, you see me walking towards the closet door that I'm, I'm uh, talking in front of, and you see me walking toward at the beginning of the video, and then you see me walking towards the uh, camera at the end. And I'd never put, I, I never really had put me actually moving uh, out so people could see it. But you know, it it makes sense on so many levels. It's it's that whole thing when when I talk about owning your truth, it is me owning my truth. It's like okay, this is. This is how I'm moving. This is how I 
get around. This is how I do things. Uh, but then from a, from a practical standpoint, you know, since I have very, you know, I, I, I know my message very well and I know how to deliver my message in different ways. And one of the things that I do want to end up doing is more presentations. So doing these 10 minute present 10 minute at a time presentation videos, uh, it makes sense. The other thing is, is now that there is a full fledged, uh, merchandise store, it only makes sense for me to get up in front of everybody wearing the your level fitness merchandise and, you know, just talk, just show, you know, different, different, uh, designs and different sayings and slogans and all that. So, um, so it makes sense. Uh, and the other thing having nothing to do with the disability is you actually get to see what, uh, what the day-to-day life of somebody doing fitness coaching is actually like, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, there are times where I'm out regularly doing either, um, introductory meetings with potential clients, with existing clients that are local. We have face-to-face, um, meetings instead of doing the, instead of just doing phone calls. Um, but you know, so there are, there are meetings, there are things out there, but you also get to see that, yeah, this, this, uh, line of work that so many other people will put as glamorous and work from anywhere and do anything and all this, a lot of times you're just hanging out in your sweats and you're doing client service stuff. You're responding to messages, you're talking to people, you're, you know, like it's, it's just, it's just client service work. So, um, and putting that out there. And then by the way, like I do want to just to kind of go off a little bit for anybody that's thinking of being a fitness coach. Uh, if you are going to do it, I think you're going to grow your brand faster and ultimately bigger if you're also able to pick up other work. So I'm very transparent about the fact that, you know, I still do pick up marketing work. Um, I still do like, I'm still looking, you know, if, if the right company came along, um, for me to do part-time and or full-time for their marketing needs, um, I would absolutely do it. The only caveat is I still have to be able to do your level fitness, build it as a brand and service, you know, most importantly service the clients that I already have. So, you know, but the reason I do that is one, you know, I, I, I went to school for this degree. I love this industry. I would still like to be able to have a traditional career in marketing. It's kind of an interesting field where there is a lot of opportunity, but it changes so fast that, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, the skills that you need, you, you have to stay on top of them. But the organizations that are looking for marketing help are still stuck on stuff that was working eight and 10 years ago. So like, whereas my big thing with marketing now is you do, it's, it's, you know, talking about branding and, and having a central message and then, uh, being able to sell and then service clients, um, and do, but do the branding starting right now with Instagram and podcasting. Um, still using the other social media platforms, but I'm talking to uh, a lot 
lot of companies that are thinking that Google AdWords are still the way to go. And Google AdWords, since the ads are done, since all of these platforms that are allowing that you know have ads, since they're since it's a marketplace, you want to go places where there aren't as many people, and because there aren't as many people, the ad, the 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 minimum price for a click or an impression or an interaction or whatever you want to call it is cheaper. And when you compare Google to, and it kind of scales down, you compare Google, Google's the most expensive. Facebook is reasonable, but, but is more expensive than it used to be. Instagram, you know, you're, you're going down to where your cost per engagement is a little bit less. Um, you know, then like Pinterest and Snapchat, it's, it's cheaper. But, you know, all the, these are all moments in time that are changing. But what I'm saying is when I talk to people about online marketing, like, <laughs> the, the world that we're actually in for marketing is much different than what most organizations are looking for. So when I talk about work opportunities, um, and I'm talking to a few folks right now, um, it really is going to have to be the, the best opportunity. But I do see the, the best way for me to grow this message the fastest is going to be, you know, to, to have other types of work. And again, this gets back to, um, you know, being how fortunate, you know, how fortunate I am to be in the time period that I'm in because, you know, whereas before, you know, you couldn't put your ideas out around things. Now, if I talk to somebody about work, well, they just have to, um, yeah, they can listen to my podcast, they can check out my social media, they can see, like, I mean, so much of everything is more or less a, a profile of what it is that I'm doing. I mean, it, it, a portfolio of what I'm doing. And that was basically, <clears throat> you know, I had to develop the marketing skills because I had a sales and service background first. But your level of fitness was basically, it was, look, how are we going to really you know, develop marketing skills and, and showcase what what is possible, well, we're going to start a service business and we're going to promote it mostly through uh, the cheapest way possible from a financial standpoint, which at the time was just social media. And then as time has gone on and you gain awareness through doing a lot of the hands-on uh, tactical stuff, then you start to, you know, generate enough to where you can have a bit of an ad budget. So you start running ads and you just gradually scale things. So, um, I just, I, uh, I know how fortunate I am, but I also know, and I know that sharing my perspective on all the stuff it is that I do, uh, I know it's helping some people and it's also just nice for me to document kind of where my head is on things. Um, and then coming off of yesterday's video and then podcast of, the fitness industry being a 70 billion estimated 70 billion dollar industry um, annually as of the project projections for 2018 I just look at that and I'm like that's an absurd amount of money and we have people and we have companies making a living off of others insecurities and not really teaching them how to do this stuff and that there's an exit strategy so you know I, I've got I've got a message and I've got goals that are going to be lifelong goals. And when I say I'm going to be doing this stuff until I'm Jack Lane's age, I totally can see myself doing this until my 80s and 90s. So, um, 
I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about the day-to-day of doing this stuff. I'm excited about just, you know, I, I also look at, look, the podcast is, you're, you're getting to know me, whether as a, as a, um, as somebody in the weight loss community, as a coach, as a, um, as a marketer, you know, whatever it is, like, this is a unique opportunity for me to not only talk about the day-to-day and see where things are going as years, you know, move on, but, you know, you get a glimpse into my thought process and why it is I do the things that I do, and, and it's just, it's just, it's an amazing time right now. We have so many really, really great things available to us, and, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, so, um, trying to think as I'm a few minutes away from the uh, physical therapy office, which is good because my appointment is in 10 minutes, so it's good that I'm probably five minutes away, um, but yeah, it's it's just a great time, and you know, the, the folks that I've met, the folks that you know, I interact with regularly the clients that I have, the friendships that I've I've made, um, and I'm fortunate. Whereas, you know, when I'm working with people, um, I mean, for the most part, we end up you know, developing a, a definitely a working relationship. But in most cases, I end up being friends with people because, again, like I'm in a unique position where I don't just take everybody on to work with, and that's been. I don't, I don't work with just anybody. Like I have to get along with you and we may not have even, we may not have even met before, but we end up, you know, like I, I know what I'm looking for in a client and it really has to be, are they, are they going to be teachable and can they develop patience? If you're able to do that, I believe that you will eventually get this. Um, I also believe that with my my space in the fitness industry is to get you to where you're 80 to 90, like probably 90% there truthfully, because people that are wanting to lose weight, all you got to do is follow an eating plan and then do a very basic balanced exercise regimen that includes strength, cardiovascular and flexibility. I mean, this could be as simple as doing the circuit machines at the gym, doing the cardio machines at the gym being active outside of your workouts, you know, walks, hikes, things like that, um, following an eating plan and then doing some flexibility work first thing in the morning and at night, stretching out. I mean, this really, that would actually get most people to a place that they never thought possible when it comes to health and fitness. And if I can get them there and then they want to try the more advanced stuff, you know, if you want to get into training for marathons, if you want to get into CrossFit, if you wanted to get into the more intense stuff, then this is the bridge. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, you know, like they are a more advanced type of exercise. Like, well, we welcome all ability levels. That's probably true. But do you really know how to work with those types of people? And I don't think, I, I don't think most people, I mean, look, frankly, if you've always been fit, which that is most fitness professionals that are still, you know, that are, that are making up the landscape right now. And by the way, that's changing, and I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we're going to have more non-athletes in this industry. But I look at it right now, and I'm just thinking, you know what? 
I'm the bridge. I'm not the only person that can do this bridging, but I'm going to be one of the more aggressive ones about getting the message out because really, you know, look, you can get to the 80 to 90% there on your own. The thing is, is you just have to be able to have it constantly reinforced because you are fighting an industry that is pushing a $70 billion message uh, that's going to take a lot to just, that's really honestly going to take a lot to, uh, to, to uh, work around. So, you know, I, uh, I just really, it's, it's, but I, I see, I see so much opportunity in all of this stuff. And I see such a, a, you know, it's, it's probably going to be a few years here before we start seeing more and more people that are living everyday lives become, you know, fitness coaches, but they're starting to get there. But see, the thing is, it's not just about getting results. It's about the mindset that you've been able to develop around this stuff. So I look at it as one, I'm very, very confident in who I am. I'm very, very self-aware. Um, and then I just happen to have been involved in health and fitness my entire adult life. Um, and you know, I, I have, I'm very kind, I'm a marketer, so I can see right through the BS that the diets and the the supplement companies are, are putting out and that, you know, ultimately if you're working with a trainer or coach, their personality rubs off on you. And I'm telling you, like of the, I mean, like I know my worth in this industry. I know most coaches are never going to have the mindset I do because they don't have the experience I do. I mean, most people that come to health and fitness have an athletic background and they do this because it's kind of how things have always been for them. So, you know, I'm something different. As time goes on, there's going to be more people like me. Again, I'm not the only person like this right now, uh, but I'm one of the few. So it's really, uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where everything goes. Uh, I think that there's a lot of opportunity uh, really for all of us. But I, I think, you know, again, if you've ever thought about sharing your story or documenting your journey, podcasting is a great way to do it. Social media is a great way to do it. Uh, with that, I'm actually going to head into my physical therapy visit, and I'll tell you what, I'll probably just do another segment, and we'll have a uh, one big old therapy, uh, physical therapy roundup. Uh, I'm getting client messages, and I'm laughing at some of the stuff I'm being sent. Um, we'll just have one big old physical therapy episode. Sound good? Sounds great. I'll talk to you soon. All right, so coming out of physical therapy right now, and actually already in the car, so I'm not physically just coming out. Seatbelt on because, you know, safety first. Make sure we can get out of here without any issue because, yeah. Um, All right, two hands on the steering wheel, as you know. Um, Super pumped because when I first came here for my ankle injury, uh, that's originally what we came for so I, I was doing the follow-up for that and then uh, she knew that I was getting ready for this 10k so we're talking about that but uh, I was did the survey as far as my ankle no pain no nothing not up with that which was uh, which was great and then we um, we 
did the strength measurements on the six-month assessment, and uh, exceptional strength was what I had in, uh, in all but one area, and on that area, I had a noticeable increase. So uh, I'm actually going to continue to see Lisa, my therapist, uh, once every six months, just to kind of keep myself in check, hold me accountable, and make sure that I'm still stretching enough to uh, to continue to, to see what I'm seeing but you know the whole thing here like I was saying before I mean if you don't if you have CP in my particular case if I don't stretch regularly uh, then I really start to have some problems um, you know and, and I can tell myself at times I have told myself at times well just you know be active and just deal with the tightness you know the tightness that sometimes is so sore, you, the tightness and pain that sometimes is so bad that you can't even, uh, it, it interrupts sleep or makes it to where you can't fall asleep or when you wake up in the morning, you're so uh, stiff that you feel like a pretzel. Um, you know, all these things, if I just take a couple of minutes every day to stretch, um, the, the symptoms are, are completely alleviated or greatly reduced. So, um, but I, I think, you know, going and seeing her once every six months and doing these evaluations like it's necessary it helps me stay on track with what I need to do and it, it holds me accountable in an area that I need the accountability so you know so yeah that's right I guess you know coaches need accountability too in areas that like I don't need accountability on getting to the gym focusing on what I need to focus on when it comes to food decisions but you know the because I grew up going to physical therapy and you know you just you, you get into this attitude of I hate stretching I'm not the only person with CP that feels that way um, there are some people that have more of a uh, reasonable approach at looking at it that are basically outlining what I just told you that look if you if you do the stretches then you will you know, then you'll you'll feel good and, and you'll have a better quality of life. And so all in all, this was a great visit. I'm going to keep it up again so I can continue to, uh, you know, just it's just enough accountability for me. So uh, really, really happy with that. Uh, really excited with the race coming up this week. I'm very, very excited to meet everybody. Uh, it's really uh, just kind of hang out and, and meet folks. And yeah, we're going to get the race in too. So uh, that'll be, that'll be a blast. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm in a great place with all this right now. So I'm, I'm really, really just happy about that. That's pretty much all I can tell you right now is I'm, I'm just happy. So, um, you know, your thoughts, if you know somebody with CP or have CP, I definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear, you know, where you are on wanting to share your story. Are you doing it? I know many of you are. I know some of you are a little hesitant, and whichever you decide to do is 100% a-okay. You know, that's it's definitely your choice, and you've got to be comfortable with it if you're going to share it. And then if you are comfortable with it, awesome. If you're not comfortable with it, that's fine too. So, uh, what are your thoughts? You can either DM me on Instagram. I'm at your level fitness. Uh, or you can email me. That is Daryl at YourLevelFitness.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at YourLevelFitness.com. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.